Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. I like to think about us doing this podcast and following the Miami Dolphins as like a balloon, right? And throughout the week, we're blowing all this hot air into this balloon, right? Making it bigger and bigger. But on game day, my friend, on game day, somebody, some jerk's sitting there and he's slowly taking the air out of the balloon. You can even, you can imagine those squeaks of just a little bit of air coming out. And on Sunday, there was no air left. And there was no air left in like the middle of the third quarter. So you had the opportunity to sit there and like stew in it and kind of get over it a little bit. But then the unthinkable happened, man. I didn't have any air in my balloon. Then someone stole my balloon. Why was Bradley Chubb still in this football game with three minutes left, man? I cannot believe that. I I was so upset that this team lost. And then I just look up and I see Bradley Chubb on the ground. I My, my face just, it just dropped. I, I cannot believe it. Just all the air gone out of the balloon, man. I, I couldn't think of a better way to describe this team at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at it, and we got absolute just destroyed, but that wasn't even, again, the, the part that hurt the most. Like you said, man, losing Bradley Chubb with, what, three minutes left in the game? I think the Dolphins were up 30, and um, just there, there's no excuse for it, right? I know that Mike McDaniel was saying, you know, they didn't play their best football. You know, some of those guys want to go out there and maybe put a good series on tape, right? Feel like you achieved something, but to lose your star pass rusher after we lost Jalen Phillips earlier in the year, um, it is absolutely gut-wrenching. So um, the the loss we will talk about, that was absolutely brutal, but losing Bradley Chubb, man, I just, in, in hindsight, there's nothing that can make that okay. And as we'll see this weekend and as we, you know, progress through the playoffs, without Bradley Chubb, man, we had absolutely no pass rush at all on Sunday. Everything McDaniel has said makes sense. And part of his line was the guys who were out there, that it was obvious they wanted to be out there. I didn't want guys to be out there who didn't want to be out there. And that's great. And you can buy that. And I actually side with them. Heat of the moment. You want you guys to go out there, fight, maybe get one final turnover and feel real good. But I mean, it's hard not to feel real frustrated. And again, I mean, we can criticize Mike McDaniel without throwing him over a cliff, right? Without completely lighting him on fire. It's one thing to say and side with your guys there and say, go out on the field, try to get that one feel good play, whatever it may be. But to do that when you have like Connor Williams, like, like, angry face on the sidelines, Tron Armstead, angry face on the sideline throughout the year as rightfully so at the time we side with Mike McDaniel, we're let these guys recover. We might not have player X in Kansas city. Uh, we'll, we'll settle for those losses. It's just a very hard line and a very hard thought process to agree with when you're going in both directions there. And I think it kind of just sticks to the point of, Hey guys, by the way, Mike McDaniel's in his second year as a, as a head coach. Not only that, it's his second year as a play caller. I, I think he has the right vision, but I think these decisions are so hard to make at times where I do think he kind of fell into the trap of this was a kind of a more obvious, hey, uh, let, let's take a step back and, and sit out here and, and move on to Buffalo. Yeah, man. I mean, and I think um, I didn't even really put think about that that much, but you're right, man, with how cautious they've been all season, right? All throughout his tenure with some of these injuries giving these guys a space to get better and, um, you know, to have Bradley Chubb and those guys, so important to this defense, everything that we did this year. He has 74 total tackles, career high. 11 sacks was one away from doing that. We know all the forced fumbles, how meaningful he was to that defensive line. So um, I think in hindsight, you know, that's going to be one that Mike McDaniel stays up at night, regretting throughout his entire tenure, at least through this year. But um, next man up mentality, right, Jake? I mean, that's, that's where we're at at this point. That's where they are at a lot of different positions on this team. I just, to make things a little more painful, I did 
throw together the list here. So far, the players out for the year include Keon Cross and Eric Azukama, Isaiah Wynn, Salvan Ahmed, Jalen Phillips, Connor Williams, and now Bradley Chubb. Jerome Baker, Xavier Howard, who left the game after playing four snaps, got carted off with a foot injury. Mike McDaniel said he is considered week to week, but uh, week to week before you know it, the season's over, right? That, that's how late in the year we are. Uh, Robert Hunt, they're saying they're gearing up his snaps this week, but still, I'll believe it when I see it with McDaniel at this point. Just with how many times throughout the year we've gotten to like Fridays in the week, and then all of a sudden it's player X, Y, and Z who goes on IR. And, and speaking to that, these are the guys so far who have gone on IR. Uh, Jeff Wilson, Devon A. Chan, Jalen Ramsey, Robert Jones, River Craycraft, Teron Armstead, and then Bradley Chubb's going to be added to that. God, man, that is a harsh, harsh list to deal with. But at the same time, do you feel like the Dolphins did a decent job of managing all these injuries? Because when you look big picture, like it collapsed with Jalen Phillips. I mean, that's a hard one. And then Connor Williams, you have a, a just kind of a, a scuffle where a player lands on another player. I mean, the Dolphins, I felt that you're always going to have injuries. I thought they were doing a pretty decent job of managing all this. Yeah, man, I think that's what's been so impressive, right? I mean, we can talk about the interchangeable pieces on the offensive line all season long, but how well that units continue to play, despite you mentioned Connor Williams out. Robert Hunt's finally a comeback. Isaiah Wynn, starting guard, right, uh, was lost earlier in the year. And then um, you're sitting there running off all those names, though, Jake. I mean, that's almost like you could – do an, an all-pro team with some of those names, right? You can sit there. It sounds like you're naming off an all-star list. So it's just sad, and I do think it's a testament to the next man up, you know, the depth they built here. But um, at some point, it's going to catch up to us, right? And we're seeing it now, you know, heading into the playoff. We're literally limping into the playoffs. So, um, you know, we hear that's no excuses. Don't make excuses. But when you have a laundry list of injuries like that, just post that, right? You don't need to make an excuse. Just read that and see why the Dolphins, you know, um, why this 11-win season is as impressive as it is. So um, definitely sucks we lost Bradley Chubb. Hope he's back. I think he'll be out for, what, even the start of next season probably. And so without Nine him and Jalen Phillips, man, that's a – Yeah, Ish. damn. Ter absolute terrible timing. So – um brutal man and i just again hope that we can still find a way to stay on track next man up and bounce back from this like they did all year because i think every time we've lost this year they bounce back and won a game is that correct yeah man there have been no losing streaks here and two i i think something that makes it more frustrating too when you look at this baltimore ravens game and as we start to digest it you look at what really happened wrong on defense i mean you look at the injuries to like jerome baker xavian howard leaving early in the game we see the Baltimore Ravens without Kyle Ham Hamilton. Hey, did you know he didn't play? Did you know we spent more than a podcast talking about how this guy was an X factor for this game? And, and that just wasn't the case at all. <laughs> but in it, And then you have the Dolphins, man. Their number one pick last year was a linebacker, and we have Duke Riley getting absolutely torched. Number one pick this year was a cornerback. You have Xavier Howard leave the game, and we have issues happening back there. So, I mean, it just seems like there are a lot of, warts for on this of this football team really being shown and these injuries are just going to make them worse and worse now that being said does that mean the season's over does that mean you are going to lose out from here it's possible but i mean i don't think that we've reached that tipping point i do think this the dolphins are at a spot where these are where the crazy stories are written where someone can take over a situation like that but no it, it is definitely not a good scenario to be in no, and I think I'm sure you see it on Twitter, X or whatever, but there, I mean, there's some people that are now saying, you know, Tua's not the guy uh, questioning Mike McDaniel, whether or not he's on the hot seat, you know, if they go out there and have an absolute, uh, we get stomped on Sunday. So um, I, I don't understand it, man, but you're right. The season's not over again. We haven't been here before. So maybe fans, you know, can't, we can't say act like you've been here before because we've never been here before, but um, 
again, man, when you have that many injuries, it's just you got to find a way to overcome it. And um, we'll see. We'll see if they have it in them, right?